Welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hello, I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Welcome back to our podcast. We are back on a new schedule as we'll be recording weekly now. So this is a big change. We were trying to do two episodes of Married at First Sight and then two of The Bachelor in one episode and then trying to get that down to one hour that was not working for us. <laughs> I don't think that was working. Um, so we're just going to do a weekly podcast where we'll just cover that one episode of Marion at First Sight and then one episode of The Bachelor. So I'm Until very excited. Until we get some new shows. Oh, yes. Because I mean, pretty soon. These shows are wrapping up. Yeah, The Bachelor's going to wrap up in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited for what's to come. I mean, who knows what we'll be covering after that. <laughs> Y'all can send us recommendations of which y'all want covered. We'll consider. Yes, that would be great. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess we'll just jump into it. I mean, I guess we'll start with The Bachelor. Let's do The Bachelor so we can get into the real drama. Oh, yes. I'm excited. We're doing hometowns, y'all. I thought this was uh, interesting, like the hometowns where they, do, where they don't go home. Yes. My <laughs> goodness. I mean, talk about creativity or lack thereof. Um, I mean, my goodness. So... We start us off, um, <laughs> I'm trying to keep Chris Harrison's name really just out of my mouth. <laughs> but you took he, notes on him? Was he uh, there? He was there in the beginning, introducing the ladies. We'll say that they were going to be hometowns. And so he just said, you know, each person's name and who was going to be there. Everybody was crying. Oh, right. You mm-hmm. know, just, that did it, happen. It was, it was fine. Um, of course, Matt made an appearance, him working out with the Peloton. And, did you well, see not, those teal shorts? I want them. Girl. <sighs> You know, I was like, I they're so cute. <laughs> Here's the thing. You know, I have always been a biker shorts type of girl. I love a long short. Um, I think just because, like, I've got thicker thighs, so I always liked um, how the biker shorts kind of elongated, you know, my, my, my mm. body. And so Tamara's when I see, short, y'all. I forgot to tell y'all. And I'm not even really that short. But, like, <laughs> I see him in these short shorts, you know, these these dukes. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. No, <laughs> those, I, I want a pair. <laughs> I like the way his legs look. I was like, hey, he's really in shape. Look at him. If he just wasn't so... Uh, <laughs> So what? So himself. Um, so, if you just weren't you. But I was like, look at his legs. He has like great leg definition. You know, like he's really like in shape. And like you see him walking over those rocks. And like... Matthew, okay. I just, Anyways. I just want a long short or maybe a pant every now and then. He's in Pennsylvania. Aren't they in Pennsylvania? He's in the workout room. The temperature is probably up in there. Or he's working out, I guess. No, it's probably okay. warm. Well, I'm sorry. Whatever, Matt. It's cool. You look great. So Michelle's date is first. Mm-hmm. Um, I just That's adore super her. Cute. She's so cute and just so she's so sweet. I just really love her. So they have a bike ride. Um <laughs> That was nice. Mm-hmm. They uh, bike ride like down to an auditorium. Mm-hmm. There's a little sign on the door. It says uh, Miss Young's classroom. Yes. And they go in. All of her students are there. Well, some of her students are there on a Zoom call. All those little kids. Looks like she teaches maybe like fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking um, like third or fourth is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, they look pretty young. They're also happy to see her. She is 
just beside herself but it is so precious to see those little babies um she just looks like she's (laughs) like she just wants to break down it looks like she misses them a lot i was at one point i was like are these her real students are these like Some child actors that you see got off the street. <laughs> are these paid actors with questions from her class? Like, how authentic is this? But well, I assume that the producers were like, kids, you know, gather around. Um, you'll be, you know, asking these questions. You know, you, Billy, you take this question. Janine, you take this one. That's what I assumed. I was just confused because some of them were like two kids, and I was like, are they siblings that have the same teacher? They don't really do that mm, in schools. That's true. Um. But the kids' questions seem authentic. They were asking some. They got to question Matt and ask him whatever they wanted to. And a lot of them asked if they were dating, if they were kissing, and like all kinds of stuff like that. Did you take notes on those kids' questions? I didn't, because it was just the it was just the usual. Um, you know, have y'all been kissing? Um, mm-hmm. Do you like her? Do you have any other girlfriends? That's why I was yeah. like, these are production. These are production questions. <laughs> Um, so I wasn't, I didn't take down any notes on the questions. Um, I did take down that he like pretty much answered how he would answer. I don't know. The family has like like these pageant answers. Yes. It's like these really basic generic questions. And I was waiting when they did at the end when, when I think she asked them, do you guys like him? Give me a thumbs up if you don't or two thumbs up if you do or something. Uh And they all gave two thumbs up. And I wanted to be like, do they all really like him though? Do they? I saw one girl because <laughs> I was looking like one girl looked like get... she like was forced into two thumbs up. I don't know. She yes. like she had one like I don't know about this man because he's not really answering my questions. Right? Like kids can tell when you're not answering, like yeah. when you're not clear. That's why I was just like I don't buy this shit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyways, it was, it was super cute. It was cute. Regardless. It was super cute. So then um so then after that we meet the parents. We meet her mom and her dad. Yeah, and those are the only the only two people there for her. Is she an only child or I think so. I'm just gonna okay. assume she's an only child. But her dad is oh Girl, my gosh. Mr. Name, Ephraim. Oh, is Mr. it Ephraim or is it Ephraim? I thought it was that it was Ephraim. Mr. E. Yeah. Um, regardless he he's, oh my gosh precious oh, was so i was like sweet. i want to take him home and he was the sweetest man honestly both of her parents were so happy and just so positive like i just got really good nurturing vibes from them yeah i would agree i would agree and i think he takes her to talk or he takes he takes her to talk first right yes yeah 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 and that's it's just a sweet super cute moment they're like sitting on the couch they're like looking at each other talking just like in a normal way but he like in his um itm or his talking head he's like yeah she's back to her playful self she says she would say yes if he asked her to Mm -hmm. if he proposed to her she would say yes and then her dad mentions like this past situation i guess another breakup yeah, from a year or two ago concerned about this because he mentioned it and then i think her mom mentioned it as well like something happened um yeah and it doesn't sound like it was just getting her heart broken because i mean we all go through breakups but this seemed intense i don't know i just refer to it as the situation as <laughs> as they were talking about it, it just seemed like it was like a very serious time. Like she was like really in a bad way. She starts yeah. tearing up. Like my heart is breaking watching her talk about like that trauma of whatever that like, situation my was. Word. 
I don't know what it was, but it just sound it sounded really bad. And I guess mm-hmm. I mean, thankfully, her parents were there with her through that. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, but, that was good. But that was that was heartbreaking. I was like, my God, these these relationships, man. But yeah. you threw the ringer. It was so, hard. Yeah. So then he. So then Matt talks. Wait. Does Matt talk mm-hmm. to the father after that? Okay. Yeah. So dad, you know, comes out and is just like, are you in love with her or not? <laughs> He's getting right to the meat of it. He doesn't have time to beat around with this man. And of course, you know, Matt gives us his pageant answer. I am falling for your daughter. I'm not in love yet. Right. That's not what that Like, we all know yeah. I'm falling for you means that I'm not falling in love with you. Like, we But he hasn't told her him. that. He hasn't even told her, like, I'm falling for you. So yeah. I'm confused why he's saying this to her dad. Like, is this a forced mm-hmm. answer or is this but, how you truly feel? And then he says that he's open to moving to Minnesota. That's the first I've heard. Again, has he told it, her any of this? <laughs> I don't even think so. Um, so then do we go? I think we go to the mom really quickly. Yeah, um, no kind of like the same conversation. Um, you know, Michelle thinks that he's the one for her, um, and that she, you know, she wants to move forward. She wants to get married. I'm like, this is beautiful. So then there's a, a scene of them playing basketball. <laughs> oh my goodness! As the family, it's like couple versus couple. Again, don't know what's happening here. It's it gets a little awkward and cringy at times watching. And then at the end, they all they both like each set of couples hugs each other. I was like, wow, this is (laughs) this is something. Yeah. Um, One of the things I didn't realize is Michelle is twenty seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. So she's more much more mature than the other ladies. I would. Yes, and she's a lot closer to his age, whatever that Mm. is. Okay, that explains something. Yes, that puts some puzzle pieces in in place yeah. for me. So then towards the end, um, after the basketball game, <laughs> um, she tells Matt that she's falling in love with him, and then he smiles. Doesn't say he, it back. And then they kiss each other. Insane. Insane. <sighs> and then is there a transition before we get to Rachel, or do we just? I don't think so. I think we. She's in the car, you know, living life, jetting down the street, you know, with the convertible. You yeah. know, I guess you know, spared no expense for racist Rachel. So she's in the convertible, uh, flying down the street. You know, she sees him. They both start laughing at each other. <laughs> Rachel. Um, so then she sees him. She blindfolds him and asks if she trusts if he trusts her he says yes but i was getting get out vibes like i mean were you as, not concerned about like we i feel like we all were i was just <laughs> about like, like him blindfold? getting blindfolded being taken to meet her family but then to bl- to be blindfolded in a car and then you're speeding <laughs> like she was <laughs> flying down the road and i was just like man this is really intense um yeah. mm-hmm. so then we get to i guess all of a sudden we're at the ter- the tarmac or <laughs> there's just there's yeah. room for an end helicopter I, I was like what is going on in this resort <laughs> this resort must be huge so we get there and she's like you know i, I set up a skydiving date and i'm like so this is where the budget went this is where dates. the budget went this they get suited I mean, matt's can you imagine the insurance like the insurance alone so matt's crazy excited this is the perfect date he says he says he's excited so he gets in that plane Girl. or that that copter and he starts looking like he's about to vomit and the guy is like we're gonna free fall 12,000 to 5,000 120 miles per hour and I'm like wow (laughs) this is Mm -hmm. nuts so they start to skydive let's question would you do this 
Um, with a man you just met eight four weeks ago four weeks i don't i mean i don't feel like it's like a romantic activity necessarily so i mean i feel like if i wanted to skydive i would i don't i don't know how i feel about skydiving i'm a little i'm just saying if matt if you were on the show and matt said let's go skydiving what would you say shit i probably (laughs) i would probably get suited up be up in the air when they open the door i would be crying and i'd be like i just want to go back to the ground i would probably be like i'll do it but you're literally gonna have to like push me out like there's no way that's why i need the instructor to like for that person to like i'll put my feet out yeah (laughs) like don't even tell me like just get me up there tell me that we're we're straight but i actually for but literally they do that so they're suited up they're out there in the sky Mm -hmm. Rachel says, I'm falling for you, and now I'm literally falling for you. Gag wow. me. Wow, you're su- such a creative gal. <laughs> She's there, a poet. Rachel. I mean, clearly. So then he, like, him and his instructor come down all natural and normal, and she and her instructor, <laughs> I think, is the, the parachute's open, but <laughs> the parachute's open. Open, but I don't know if they like, he opened it too late. I think he and opened so it, it didn't, too late. Didn't catch enough air, but she basically like eats the earth they and like slam to the ground, like literally slam, slam and roll. There's like a rollover. She's like a rag doll for a part of it, and I was like, ooh, I karma is shocked, a bad bitch. Girl. You know, That's... the Lord comes, <laughs> and, and and when he comes, you know. <sighs> So it looked a little concerning. It looks like the medics came and they cut that part out because at one point she had like a lot of, (laughs) a lot of like grass and stuff on her hair. I wasn't sure if she was going to have teeth. Clearly days. I was shocked. She was still mic'd. I don't take the mics off. Never. I I, I thought maybe it had broken with the fall. I mean, it was really, truly like a really bad fall. I felt really, I, I mean, I feel bad, but I'm also like, you know, uh, it's some, sometimes life comes at you full circle so yeah. you know that's just what happens so my goodness um so and Matt so, and his cape runs over oh my God. <laughs> literal cape and it's like wow I didn't realize how much I felt for her until I saw that happen it's like Matt we we get it we already know who else had that date where they like fell off of something that was Bree when he threw her that's off that's uh, ATV yeah he's I don't want to say he's date. not safe and perpetuate that, but these dates are a little nice. reckless. Um. So yeah. So they were. So he. You know. They have like a whole scene, a whole moment. He's kissing her. Oh my god. I. I can't believe I have all these feelings for you. Blah blah. So <laughs> then <laughs> we get up to meet the parents. Mom is there. Um, oh, dad this... is there, and her sister. Um. Real quickly, is dad. Um. White. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I'm sorry. He's white, obviously. But is he a white? Is he white Hispanic? Are we assuming? I thought he looked not like a, a full Caucasian white person. Like mom yeah. looked obviously like well, mom's white. And he looked like um, he was giving one me of those, white Latinx vibes. I, I was. Getting yeah, white I thought that was interesting, though, because I wasn't expecting that. I was like, who's this? Like, this is her dad. OK. Well, I mean, I'm not shocked. I mean, he was giving me like a like a Zimmerman vibe, like you know, what uh-huh. I'm saying? like like yeah, a, like a white. It's just not who I was expecting. I was expecting like an old white man, and then I was that's like, actually oh. true. Yes, I was actually. I too was expecting like kind of someone similar to her mom, but just then dad <laughs> on that, like an Eric, like yeah. an older Eric. Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking. And I was like, oh, this is like 
uh, I can't remember the the person he's reminding me of. An actual character from a TV show with like the hairstyle and stuff. Yeah, because he actually like wasn't like bad looking. Almost, I was like, hmm, this is interesting. He looked like he was full of shit. Oh yeah, I mean, he was literally like, and we'll go ahead and get into it. He was just like, so did he talk to Matt first? He like shook Matt's hand. Oh, you mean like for a separate conversation? Yeah, because like they all like sat there, you know, kikiing or whatever. I got I th- nothing from that that group. Um, yeah, I think he did pull Matt aside and was like having a conversation with him, but there was like mm-hmm. no right answer Matt could give him. Yeah, no, because the dad was just like, I don't the timeline. He was just like, all oh, this is too fast, and I'm like, but you knew she was going on this show, sir. So mm-hmm. mom was kind of just like, what are you not saying? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but dad wouldn't, I mean, he wasn't into it and I couldn't tell if he just wasn't into the situation or into him or both. Both. <clears throat> I think Which he was like hard. trying to tolerate the situation for his daughter's sake. Right. But yeah. ideally like she would not be with him. She would not yeah. be in a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did yeah. say that, you know, the end goal is for him to be married, Matt, and that he is falling in love with her. Again, he's saying it to people, but he's not saying it to Michelle. So I'm still mad at this point in the show. Yeah, I mean, he's only said those words about Rachel. And Rachel, he's told it to Rachel. He's told her. Yeah, he's told her, but he has not said that to any of the ladies. So whatever. Mm-hmm. So then towards the end, like, I guess they all leave or whatever. We have It seemed like really short, like cut off. It was <laughs> very short. That's why I was just like, y'all are showing us everything. And I oh, feel yeah. like it's on purpose. I forgot. I kind of think we skipped over this. So Rachel's whole thing going into it was she wanted Matt to ask her dad for his blessing. Yes, yes. I was about to get into that. Okay. He did not. not Yeah. Well, I'm glad he didn't do that. Yeah, because I don't think he's... uh, I don't think he's ready for that. Like, I just... I have so many opinions about Matt that I'm trying to wait until the end. But, like, I don't think he's falling in love with her. And I don't think he's ready to get married, period. So she basically wanted him to ask her dad for for the blessing. He did not. And she seemed like a little bit upset about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she seemed upset, but she'll get over it. Okay, I moving mean, on to Brie. What, what can you do? So then uh, we have Brie. So for she some looks reason, so cute. Brie is 24. I don't know why yes. I thought Brie was older. I thought Brie was like Michelle's age. Brie's mature. Yes. She's mm-hmm. very mature. I really If you look at her. like Serena's 23 Ooh, and then Brie is 24, there's like a, big <laughs> it's a huge difference. My big, goodness. big difference. Rachel is okay. also 24, I think. Yeah, Rachel's 24 as well. I mean, yeah. That fits These in. ages, though, I think they fit in. But Brie shows up super cute in a Jeep. Mm-hmm. She goes off roading with Matt. I guess she's from, where is she from again? This is what confused me. She's from San Francisco. So she was like, yeah, I grew up off-roading. I'm like, I, I guess. I think you could probably go off-roading somewhere around in California. Well, yeah. I guess I just was thinking, like, maybe suburbs of, like, or, or the East Bay, but not, mm-hmm. like, San Francisco Bay proper. So I was confused. But she said she said she was used to it. So she takes him on a ride and And again, off-roading. somewhere in this in this resort, there's like muddy off-roading opportunity. I just don't know like where they're doing this at. This truthfully. place is massive. Like, can we go there? But also, do I want to go there? Because it's just like a whole bunch of land. Uh, it looks, like, I don't, well, I don't know. Anyways, not, that's know. beside the point. So she yeah. goes off-roading. She's driving Matt around. He says that he is scared, I guess. They park the Jeep. 
<laughs> and then they have like a little picnic date kind of thing where they're talking. I didn't take any notes on the conversation because it was all pretty standard. Yeah, it was more about um, she can't give him a conventional family. She didn't think that she'd be here long enough for him to meet her family. Mm-hmm. And then I, I recall just briefly, he has a whole brother that we have not met. So let's come back to that towards the end. Okay. Because okay. he, has, he has a brother. And that missed me. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. he has a whole brother. So we'll come back to that. Um, so basically that was it. Like that was the whole conversation. Cause they were talking about family and he, mm-hmm. I think he mentioned his brother and that's why I was uh, like, Oh, how come we haven't seen him? So yeah. Hmm. So then um, that, I guess that conversation ends and then we see him meet her mother and her best friend, who's also named Bree, Bree and, and her, her baby sister. I was like, when they, oh. when Chris Harrison said her sister and her mom, I was not expecting a baby. <laughs> yeah, I guess mom is mom remarried or is she just dating again? I don't know what mom is doing, but she's having kids twenty four years apart. So wow. I mean, I, I guess that makes shocked. sense because her mom was. Did she say she was thirteen when she had her? Did she? Was it thirteen or sixteen? Okay, that would make sense then. Okay. Yeah, she had her super young. Because I, okay. I remember she telling Matt that, and he was like, thank you for sharing. And I was like, Matt, come on now. <sighs> These pageant so, yeah. responses, we have to quit. But yeah, she so, has her kid sister there. That she, I guess she might be meeting for the first time. <laughs> I couldn't really tell. I, wish you, I, I, could, I didn't understand what was happening. Because <laughs> that baby was super young. So I was like, did she just have her? <laughs> I'm not sure. I also wonder, like, how long these people quarantined. And, like, I had a lot of questions about, like, the whole logistics of, okay, they brought the baby to the resort. Yeah. And now, like, she's all touching the baby with no mask. And, like, it's a lot going on for me. Yeah, it is. But I like her mom. I do like her mom. I don't know if you you, did you, you didn't like her. I liked the mom. Oh. I like that her best friend, um, her best friend said, well, what's been going on? What have you guys been doing? And then she says, well, we know what besides Matt's dating, been, we know what Matt's been doing dating. And I just, I really liked that. Like, I just, I just yeah. liked it because I mean, that's what he's been doing. She's a bit um, spicy, but I like, yes, it. I, I, I just liked it. So I think I have, I don't have many notes about the conversation. Um, I think someone says the level of, of, Oh, he tells the mom that the level of connection with him and Bree is different from any of the other women. However, he won't share how. It's yeah, he different. doesn't say like different, good, different, bad. Just I was like different. And then okay. again, we get the I'm falling for her. Uh huh. Matt also looks terrified of that baby. I don't know if you picked up on that. He looks. He looks terrified, but then he was like, "Oh no, I'm fine." I'm like, "But you don't look Mm-mm. fine. Mm-mm. Why aren't you fine? You work he looks like kids. he's never changed a diaper." anyways mom when she's talking to brie i don't have any well i guess mom talks to matt it's all pretty standard stuff at this point oh i think she did ask um do you see her in your life and then he Mm. gave like a response and she said interesting and i really Mm -hmm. liked that as well because i just i I, when i don't like what i'm hearing or if i don't really understand what i'm hearing i usually say interesting Mm. Because okay. it's interesting. That I'll keep I that in the back of my mind. I mean, because I can't, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Or maybe, like, I just don't agree. Like, I'm, just, I'm confused. I don't know. So, yeah. So, that's what I had from that. Yeah. Mom starts talking to Bree just about the whole situation. Mom gets emotional mm-hmm. while talking to her. You can tell there's, like, a lot of love there between them. Um, and a lot of concern. I, I don't think mom is 100%, like, feeling mad. Yeah. And I think that's where some of the emotion is coming from. I don't understand where the emotion is coming from, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, Jade. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why is everyone so emotional? This is they're just dating and they may get married it's, and they probably won't. This is a TV show. <laughs> so I, I guess I don't understand the emotion. Can speaking of emotion. It? Well, no, but <laughs> speaking like, no. of emotion, we're going to move through this. Speaking of emotion. I guess this Serena. is my Serena. This is my Serena P vibe. <laughs> Serena P, precious little Serena. Speaking of (laughs) non-emotional. He picks her. Oh, I did you notice like every time he met with these girls, he was like picking them up and swinging them around. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I did. I did. It's like how much. Except Serena is the only one who didn't like run to him. Like everyone else was like. And Serena just walked up there and said, hey. Was, he's like picking them up, getting a little booty feel. I, I loved it. it. Girl. Okay. I, love, I love Serena's energy. She actually seemed very excited about this date. She, she, she seemed, seemed thrilled. Yeah. I had no idea she was Canadian before And this. it made sense. Like as soon as she said she was <laughs> from Toronto, I was like, oh, I get it now. Like she just She's not this... from Toronto. Oh, I'm sorry. It was not Toronto. I think it must be near Toronto. Because when they, well, I'm jumping ahead, but it looked like it was like a suburb, like around Toronto. That's yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but she basically takes him into this clubhouse Board kind room. of thing. <laughs> a clubhouse that has been outfitted with like a million Canadian flags, some maple syrup, some beavers, and some moose. Gross. Um, is, yeah. So, so I she. I wrote that there was no budget for this day. They ran out of money. Um, yeah, it was interesting. She like walked him through a geography lesson of where she, I think she's from Markham. Is that the yes, name of the yes, place? Yes, Markham. Yes. Yeah. She did a little geography lesson with him of like pin, pin where I'm, where I'm from or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then she took him through a linguistics quiz of all, <laughs> of all of the Canadian lingo. There were some words like toke, which is a hat and a, which is, you know, I don't know what you call that thing at the end of a sentence with a comma. I guess after. that's what they say. I, I well, they say like a. Hey, you know that. I think that's common knowledge. She got that one, but the rest of them, she she's just having a great old time um, yeah. asking yeah. him these questions. Then they do like a taste test of all Which, these. My goodness, can we get into that? <laughs> Where do you want to start? Wow. Do you want to start with I the poutine? Mean, yes. Like, okay. let's go with have poutine. Have you had that before? I have. Is it good? It is. Okay. I, I figured it was one of those things that just looks disgusting, but it's probably great. I'm not a big fan of gravy. Yeah, it's it's very, uh, it's a heavy dish and it looks oh, heavy my. as they show it on the show. But when I went to Toronto, I made it a point to eat poutine. Okay. Um, so did you also have uh, the beaver tails? I didn't, I didn't know any of the rest of this food existed, okay. truthfully. Well, I didn't know that, what pea meal bacon was. Yeah, it was like spam, meal, breaded spam. And then the, <laughs> the Narino bars or the Nanino. I was like, this is disgusting. Never heard of these things. The only so thing I was familiar with was, was poutine. So that's where I stopped with my notes yeah. on So then that after part. that, um, they do a little hockey date. Super cute, cute, cute. Does everyone so they have just, budget for like a little hockey ring. It's a really everyone, small ring. Do you know how to ice skate? Is that just yes. common knowledge? <laughs> Um, I don't think it's comp. If like you've never skated, then no. A lot of people struggle with skating. I've skated before, but like not like at the roller rink, you know, at at Leo's Rolling World, but not like when I was growing up. I used to go to the ice skating rink like on the weekends for fun. Oh, that's cute. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I it wasn't like the spot to go, but it was just a spot I like to go. Yeah. I mean, I did a little skating last week, but I mean, that was involuntary since, you know, I was trying oh, not to fall. Let's move ice. on. <laughs> so they go, they go play some hockey. Matt looks like he's a deer, a little baby deer born yeah. for the first time. And she looks comfortable. We go meet her family, her mom, dad, and her sister, Talia, are there. Mm-hmm. And her family also looks like, you know, super wholesome, I guess. Yeah. And I missed, I missed that. That she's half Indian. I missed that. Oh, me too. Then. Oh, you didn't. Where'd oh, you get mom. that from? Her mom. Her mom's name is Rosna. Yeah, I wasn't sure so, where she was from. Yeah, I looked it up, and she's she's Indian. Okay. Okay. I I was like, she's uh, okay. Yeah, because I knew she wasn't white. Like looking at her, I was like, she's not white, and so yeah. I I assumed that she was a woman of color. I just wasn't sure. What? Which so when color? I googled it, yes, she her mom is um, half Indian, and I, I I I I know for a fact that Matt probably didn't even realize. Didn't I, realize did that she was like indigenous or what? Yeah, I don't think he mm. noticed. I think he just liked her look, but who knows? Because like we're not like as we <laughs> I get mean, further, we're not into, getting feedback on how he yes. feels about her parents. So and honestly, like we're not really getting feedback from her. So no, I don't think she's ever mentioned like being indigenous or any of yeah. that kind of a, a like identification i agree so anyways she talks to her sister and her sister like puts it in her place i don't know who's older but the sister's <laughs> like look girl this is not you don't seem to be like smitten or right. like it seems like you're putting on kind of a vibe is what her sister tells her and mm-hmm. her face drops um, as her sister is saying, like, I, it feels like something's off here. And I don't know how quick her sister read. The, it seems like her sister was able to read her in the room really quick to know that, like, this ain't it, girl. This ain't it. And I'm glad Ooh. she tells her. So am I. Because, I mean, to if we're going to be honest, I mean, like, that last date with their, when they did the tantric yoga was very concerning. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, other situations that they've had together where she's almost been, like, I couldn't tell if she was if she was into him or into it. Like I, I just wasn't sure. Yeah, it's almost like she's like uh like a bit disconnected, like playing mm-hmm. a role. Yeah. Or like she's not fully yes. present in these situations. Because <clears throat> even with her sister, she says, Oh, well, you know, on paper he checks all the boxes. And as soon as somebody says on paper, mm. it's not as good. we've seen. <laughs> it's um. not good. <laughs> yeah so matt's talking to mom mom seems a bit like suspicious of the whole situation as well Mm -hmm. i don't know like when her family talked and like all came to the same conclusion but it seems like they all knew (laughs) (laughs) once they saw them together that this was like no they must have like looked at her face because i mean like when people look at you they you know your family like they can look at you and be like what's wrong with you so like i feel like as soon as they saw her they were just like yeah it's a bit cringy um and then then also (coughs) are you about to say the part where her mom is like you're like maybe you're just on guard because of your last relationship i think mom was trying to like help her identify what what she was feeling yeah and like trying to help her put words to it but i think Mm -hmm. serena like when she like looked at looked at it and her heart of hearts was like i don't think it's that i don't think it's that like i think it's just not and then she says the words like deep doubt like that's how she Mm -hmm. names what she's feeling which is very revealing at this point once we're already doing hometowns right so serena talks to matt he's like 
oddly trying to reassure her and yeah. he's saying like just trust me like you know that was weird yeah it was really uncomfortable and i don't i think he was like he, i don't know if he's trying to convince her or and it it kind of put me i was i was uncomfortable because she was really trying to open up and say hey like i i don't know what i'm feeling but i'm i'm not all the way on board and he was almost like ignoring that and we're just like no everything's great it's good like i i'm I'm so into you like let's just move forward and i'm like man like she's saying she's not into it yeah i'm wondering if he was thinking like well like we're this far in and like maybe Mm -hmm. she feels like she's not my number one um so like that's why he was saying that i don't know if he realized like where her level of doubt was yeah and then honestly him and that guy talk um I guess his name starts with C, ends with Riss, Chris, uh-huh. him, they talk. Um, and he says, I don't know where she's at. I feel closed off from her. But then he says he wants to fight for it. And I'm in my head, I'm thinking, so if you want to fight for her, who were you going to, who were you going to eliminate tonight? Good question. I think Brie might be and, the next and to go. I and I'm shocked. I'm like, you were gonna let Brie go over Serena? I don't like the like that's what I got from the whole conversation. Like he mm. like literally he said last night was weird, something's off with Serena. I can tell she has doubts, but you know, I really want to fight for this relationship. What? I don't believe him that he really wants to I feel like he would have eliminated Serena either way. Yeah. But then um, he says he spent the most time with her. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like she's very young. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like he likes like the idea of her, but realistically they don't, they don't mesh. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So then does he go to her? Does she, yeah, he goes to her. Yeah. He goes Um, to her. Like she's like, looks like she's at another resort or maybe at the resort. It looks like she could be like visiting her family or something. I don't know where she's at, but she's somewhere. She saw him. And I mean, girl, like, (laughs) Her face. She was just like, didn't know you were coming. Oh shit! Like, Gotta what? spill the beans. So yeah, she <sighs> goes and explains to him that you know she has struggled to, or no, these are my words. She was she was struggling <laughs> to articulate how she was feeling. There was a lot of like verbal verbal gymnastics as she was yes. speaking. Uh, ultimately, she says like, I don't think that you're my person. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was very proud of her for saying that. I know she finally got there. It was she? She Took was her working enough, to it. But she she got it. She got there. He looks very taken aback, <laughs> and she asked to walk him out. <laughs> <laughs> and so all that happens, and then like you see him, he's talking about it. He says like he felt the shift, and like he felt the disconnect. Um, he begins to cry. There are tears. <laughs> there are tears. And I was like, wow. And honestly, seeing those tears has made me really like, I don't think I know him. I mean, obviously, I don't know him. But like, my opinion of him has definitely changed because I feel like he's not good at reading people or like, I knew weeks ago that she was not really into this or, or mm. for lack of better words into him and that yeah. date that disastrous date last week mm. he literally leaned in for a kiss and she pulled back yeah she want to kiss you so i'm just like does he not i, I i'm just concerned that he's not really reading um no these women yeah. like i thought he is so i, I think for her 
I mean, for, yeah, as far as she's concerned, she's probably hard for him to read because, mm -hmm. like, physically, she's, like, smiling. She's talking. And so, for him, he might be like, okay, these are green lights. But, like, to other people, you could, like, if you're reading her, you're like, oh, she seems, like, she's, like, smiling in an uncomfortable way. Like, there's something right. more behind that. But yes. I think he's just taking it at very face value. Mm -hmm. So, he cries. Um, <laughs> we ha really have to move on from these people. He yeah, cries. Yeah, we do. And that's really it. I mean, he cries and then. They go to the rose ceremony. And he looked very upset. He was very sad, um, which which makes me believe that he was going to, I think he was going to eliminate Brie. And that just really makes me upset. And Brie was feeling some type of way at, at the rose ceremony. Yes. Michelle shows up in a nice black dress. Brie shows mm -hmm. up in a nice black dress. And then comes a blue dress. Uh, <laughs> just, just messing up the vibe. It looks like, you know, like a black, like, like a black um, tie affair. And then there's somebody in a blue dress. Yeah. So Rachel shows up and they're like, oh, has anyone seen some Arena. And one of the things I thought about as this was happening, I think production edited edited it so Serena's date would be last. Um, and then they could just go into it from there. Because they're like, have you seen her today? And I was like, why would they see her today? I don't, I don't really oh, get what's happening. Um, that's a good take. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know if they've organized the dates in the way of like, oh... Or I don't know if they aired it the way it actually happened or if they That's cut the true. dates up. They probably cut it up because, I mean, why wouldn't they? Exactly. So for most dramatic effect, we put Serena at the end because that's mm -hmm. the clincher. Um, and then she doesn't show up for the rose ceremony, obviously. And Matt gives a rose to Michelle. And, well, he Matt takes the time to clarify that these roses mean that you were interested in getting, <laughs> in, <laughs> in getting engaged and having a life with him. Wow. Um, he takes the time to reiterate that. And as he asks Michelle, who gets the first rose, he asks her, you know, will you accept this rose? Michelle says, without hesitation. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, girl. Okay. We get and then, it. You're ready to get married, Michelle. <laughs> Rachel gives just a very one word yes. Thank you. And, <laughs> and then Brie also gives a yes. But then Brie's like, I feel like, you know, not secure because I got the last rose. Mm -hmm. And I think that pretty much covers that. Anything else to say there? That was it. I mean, next week, um, I'm trying to think what the trailer we saw. Oh, it's Fantasy Suites next week. And so he looked like he was just, you know, just, just uh, what's the saying? In hog heaven. I mean, he looked like he was oh. having the best time. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's well. move on to Married at First Sight. I think we can get through this quickly, I hope. Um, I mean, yeah, I think we can. This episode is entitled, How Do You Know If You're In Love? Bum, bum, bum. So you want to start? Yes. So we enter with, it's like a montage of everyone leaving Vegas. Um, Paige is not wearing a mask on this plane. I was, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That's <laughs> my was... very first note. She's on the plane talking to her and, like, and little Chris, diary kid. And Chris was, uh, was like, next to her but like in the in like the middle seat but not in the middle seat of the aisle and he yeah. had on a mask and she didn't <laughs> on the i don't plane. know if she took it off to have a sip of water or what but she's recording I without saw, a mask ooh, on i saw that and i was like girl you've lost me then yeah, we go to Haley, who's me. also not wearing a mask not wearing and a mask in the airport <laughs> i was like yo wow <laughs> you guys are crazy so then we get this really like dramatic um message from Haley. she says i'm at the airport by myself um and she explains that jake got mad at her and accused her of having a boyfriend back at home <laughs> which is so specific and random 
And so she said that she changed her seat to the exit aisle to get away from him. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yes. Ooh, man, she what a way moved to start. her seat. Yeah, that's how we kind of start on a on a cliffhanger there. And then I guess they all get home. It's day six, and this is the moving in day. Mm-hmm. We go to Brianna and Vincent moving. They're all living in the same apartment, just like they were in the NOLA season, right. because they say it's for equal footing, but I think it's for ease of access for production. Oh, um, yeah. Hello. Brianna and Vincent, she's already telling him, like, look, no shoes in the apartment, Vincent. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Bri. <laughs> and he says, okay. <laughs> And then, like, walks over to the living room with his shoes. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then in a talking head, she says that. The way she's sitting in this chair, she's just, like, so, looks so, like, boss in this chair. She's, like, leaned back with her arms on the, with her arms on the arms of the chair. Talking about her habit of cleaning up behind people. No, no, she said it's a quirk. Oh, her quirk of Mm -hmm. cleaning up behind people. And they cut to, like, some flashbacks when they were on the honeymoon and she's like picking up his stuff putting in the suitcase <laughs> like oh my her her ocd is kicking in hard and she is not letting a mess happen on her watch <laughs> and, and she says she'll continue to do that until he says he's annoyed so yes oh you guys so we know that's coming right uh-huh, uh-huh. obviously so, and then so he, he says that he's messy sometimes because he's a man Mm-hmm. yeah i caught that too i was like I don't know if that's a justification, but sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, we go to Virginia and Eric. She's saying we need more wine glasses already. Just got there and assessed the wine glass situation. There's not enough. Eric is talking to her, and he says that he's lived with someone before, and so he knows what it's going to take to work, although he's not <laughs> still living with that person. Um, and Virginia's like, okay, so, like, tell me. Like, you know, like, what do you think we need to do? Um, he's just always, like, uh, doing this power dynamic thing with her of, like, I... mansplaining. Yeah, of, like, I know what to do, and you need to listen to me, little girl. And right. I don't know. He doesn't want her to have any alone time, like, me time. Yeah. Like, he literally <sighs> says, quote, nobody does that. <laughs> Yeah, like, he says wow. she could have alone time when he's at work. Aside from then, they need to be together, which <sighs> controlling. Okay. Uh, we go to Paige. She's moving in alone. <laughs> with well, her she calls suitcase. it. It's so funny. She called it the um the mutual apartment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what should I, What else should she call she it? Says, she calls it the mutual apartment. I was like, this feels really strange. Um, you could just said I just got to the apartment. Like, I mean, mutual it implies there's two people. So I just was like, all right. Girl. It is an apartment for two people. But I was like, why did she move in there when she could just go home? Girl, go to your house where your stuff is. Literally, when her scene enters, the music in the background, because then they be playing some wild shit. It says, here I sit in this lonely room waiting on my baby to call. I would sing oh, it for you. I was like, goodness. here I sit in this lonely room waiting on my baby to call. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for that lovely you. rendition. I had to give it to you because I was just like, this is so shady. So Paige explains that Chris has booked a flight <laughs> to Chicago, which is where his family is from, but he lives in Atlanta, I thought. I'm very confused now because he said he was going to take it to Chicago. And I think the family is there, but also 
his ex yes that's what i gathered too it's like maybe they knew each other like in their younger years because i think when we first met him he had also spent some time in florida when he was like sleeping in the car or something Mm -hmm. so i read that as he's getting a ticket to chicago to talk to family i read that as he was getting a ticket to to go talk to his ex-fiance that's my note too i was like where his ex is right yeah okay okay so we go to Clara and Ryan. They're talking again about these routines. Ryan <sighs> says he goes to bed about 10, 1030 every night. Yeah, which is normal. That's when I That's normal? Bed. Okay. That's normal well. for me. She <laughs> okay. Said, oh, wait, are you a Clara? Is that too early for you? That's too early for me. Oh, my God. Okay, so we know that Tamara's a Ryan and Jade's a Clara. Yeah, All I right. mean, 10 to 1030, like, I don't understand. And then she says that her parents go to bed at 11. I'm like, that's <laughs> late for your parents. <laughs> and then she gets to bed at, like, 1230? Yeah, she said, like, 1 or one thirty, And she, like, watches TV at night. And he likes to be, no. like, in pitch black darkness. Yeah, and I concur. I was like, I don't, I can't sleep with TV noise. Like, I Oh, no, man. Dark. I'm definitely a Claire. One thirty, TV is on. I'm falling asleep to the TV. The fan more, is on. He doesn't sleep mercy. with a fan, I guess. I don't know. Well, I do sleep. We do sleep with a box fan. Oh, like, well, it's Texas. Yeah. But that, my partner likes like to hear that noise. And so oh. now I can't sleep like without a fan now. So um, great. So I, okay. I literally cannot, <laughs> I cannot sleep it. Like it, it has to be some type of noise going on now, but it's got to be pitch dark. Yeah. So they're talking about that. And I think they've agreed to, there's a, he said there's a TV in the room, but if she they've agreed to have the fan on and no tv because she wants the fan oh, so I that's the compromise means, okay now if that's the fan like that's in the room like at the like at ceiling, the ceiling fan? fan i can't sleep with that because i'll like get super congested so oh. i don't know but I would that's never... what she prefers oh. and so that's the compromise he's willing to give her if she will allow the room Clara, to be dark Clara. i don't know girl all right let's go to Haley and jacob because they're next Oof, man my mind circle back to them they're also moving into the mutual apartment and it is <laughs> tense i guess they got off the plane and like from their separate rows picked up their luggage rode Child. together and they're like still not talking and jake, jake is just... he literally says i have a quote from him he literally says you want to take a tour or no or she get says, right into it yeah you want to take a tour you want to get right into it i'm like what the fuck is going on here he's a bit hostile in this situation and i didn't like it <laughs> i didn't like it he is, i wasn't <laughs> what are you gonna say like oh, i was still like at oh. this point i was like where's this as like i was waiting for him to explain this whole boyfriend thing like where that exactly came from he didn't explain it though <laughs> no. he was just saying that she's a liar um oh, because of she I guess last episode, they kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, she says she was going to have a girls night with the other girls of the cast. And he's like, okay, cool. And then he goes downstairs in the hotel for something. And he sees her with everyone. Mm-hmm. And they all scurry, I guess. Um, so he feels like she's a liar because she said she was going to do one thing and did something mm-hmm. different. And he wasn't included. And I was like, well, that is kind of a lie because she didn't have a girls night. She's like, what's she talking to everybody else about? Why is she not talking to him? You know, like, well, yeah. And in her, I'm going to play, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to play her in. So she basically says that it was supposed to be a girls night. And then all of a sudden the husbands came down. And so mm-hmm. instead of her calling him and being like, hey, it's actually not a girl's night. Do you want to come down? She didn't. Because mm. she, I think she didn't want him there. So I really wish that, I wish she would have checked the box and at least text him mm-hmm. and been like, hey, 
just FYI, all the guys are here now. It's not a girl's night. Like yeah. you didn't, she didn't have to extend him an invitation, but just, just to be like, FYI, this is happening. I wish she had done that mm-hmm. because now you've got this whole situation. And so it's like, she says that she's like super insulted and like mm-hmm. she wasn't trying to lie, but I do see how it is kind of like a lie. And so, and then he starts like really just throwing out all these. He's really triggered. Yes. He's like completely dysregulated in this situation. And he, I don't think he's really like listening to her responses. Mm -hmm. Um, He says things like she's high strung. She's high anxiety. Like he's like attacking her. (laughs) Yeah. Over the situation. And she looks like the most confused. She's looked the whole show. I mean, a lot of times she's just resigned, but she looks like, I don't know what to tell this man. Um, and then I think we kind of cut from there and go to day eight. He does say one more thing that I don't mm. like. And he said that w- this is we're an act. This is the actual reality and not Haley's bullshit. Yeah. And literally had Jake said that to me, we would have had some problems. Yeah. He's kind of like storming around the apartment, making right. all these like s- snarky comments. I would have been like, you can, I can, I should leave. <laughs> like, I mean, it was just, and she, it's not his best moment. It's yeah. Not. And she made this comment about how she, she'd been so upset. She hadn't eaten in days. And I was just like, you're making this girl like super uncomfortable. We get that you're upset, but like your insecurities are like, are at a all time high right now. And, I just think they both needed just to take a moment to just regroup, which is essentially what happens because there's literally a commercial break and then we come right back to them. <laughs> oh, do we? No. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. I thought there's a commercial break and then we wake up to like Haley waking up alone. Did I miss someone? Yes. Okay. So we wake, everyone's showing like all, everybody waking up together. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. kissing, Virginia. It looks like, some, I don't know. I think about morning <laughs> breath. But, anyways, everyone's like kissing when they wake up except Paige. And she's like sitting at the computer and she's wearing a, sh- <laughs> a shirt that says <laughs> taken. Did you notice that? I, I, blo- I completely blocked her out. I'm sorry. I don't even recall. <laughs> I have like everyone wakes up together except Paige and she's wearing her taken shirt that she's still in a Wow, that's so sad. Still in a relationship with someone. I don't even know what to say. And right after that we go to Haley and Jacob. It looks like they slept separately in the same apartment. Um, she says he apologized and he says he apologized for acting a whole ass. But then he makes that snide comment where he's like, <laughs> I'm sleeping in the guest room, so I definitely feel married. Like, Jake, I used to really enjoy you and now I don't think I do anymore. Oh, like, man. just these, oh, like, oh. And then, and he does take responsibility. He's like, I, F, I fucked up in the matter of, you know, I, I didn't handle Took it too far. Yes. And he was like, I hope Haley allows me to reset and move forward and rekindle what we had those first few days. He is, an, he is obsessed, Jane, with those first <laughs> few days of the honey. What happened? Those were, okay, now, okay, let's talk about this. That's very all briefly. he can think about is the first days of the honeymoon. <laughs> Now, things we know about Jacob, he focuses on positive experiences. And so those first few days were the best days. So he's going to keep coming back to those just like he keeps saying, <laughs> coming back to the 80s, right, which please. was a good time in his life. And oh Haley in this episode actually confirms that she was not there for the 80s. She missed the whole decade. Yeah, she and that's why she doesn't get the obsession. She's not there. And he's like, well, in a later I mean, part, he's like, I don't it was get good. the obsession. And I was technically born in the 80s. 
I mean, right at the end, but I mean, yeah. still, <laughs> but he, he mentions it was a good time in his life uh, when God. questioned about it later on. I mean, he was born in what, 82? I don't know. Oh, we talked about that last time. Sometime yeah, in the early 80s. Yeah, he was born like 82, so I mean, I guess his childhood, but I mean, Maybe his on, parents okay. were still together. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. true. We really don't know. Okay, so then we get to Virginia and Eric, right? Yes. They're at her apartment with her dog, Rocky, I guess is his name. Mm-hmm. And she has a couple of cats there, too. Yes. They're basically talking about these damn cats and if yeah, Eric because, is actually allergic or well, not. Well, he's yeah, because he says he's kind of allergic, but then sometimes he'll go to his friend's house and he'll never know that they have a cat. So then I'm like, so then are you not? Dead? I think he was trying to say, like, you know how, like, cats hide when people come over? Oh, I, I think he was saying, do. like, yeah, they do. Like, if Which, if you go yes, to someone's house, it'd be, hard, it'd be hard for you to know a cat lives there without seeing a cat, I think is what he was trying to say. Not that he wouldn't be having a reaction. Oh, okay. I was, like, he I could, was like, on Virginia's side because I was like, so do you have reactions <laughs> when you see them or when you don't see them? <laughs> no, I <laughs> like, think he was just saying, like, he could go to somebody's house. There might be, like, an occasional, like, sneeze or something like that, but he might not know mm-hmm. they have a cat if – Cause you don't see a cat all like unless you see like a litter box or like a cat dish it's very hard for you to know someone has a cat without seeing yeah. the actual cat because they're just maybe lurking around being weird they're skittish they're not social like that like dogs like you know you see dogs at the front door can't get away from them <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah he doesn't look symptomatic though he says he took an allergy pill and she's like well you can just take an allergy pill every day which is a viable <laughs> solution a lot of people do that i myself I mean, that, do that that's true that is true so i was but... like hey you want to be with her yeah okay back to <sighs> Haley and jake man a lot of Haley and jake this episode you guys <sighs> um so yeah. we go to Haley's apartment um she makes some comment that she has like some sort of reservations moving forward with Jake, but here she is nonetheless pushing through onward and upward. So then he starts going through her clothing. He's um, snooping like Dr. Pepper does. He's like in, weird. in the cabinets, in the drawers. He's looking at her shorts, trying to see how short they are. And then he's like, this is 80s. I don't know if you realize that. Oh, he's Jake. an 80s expert, but I think he was talking about his favorite things again, because that's like his safe space to go to when it's an uncomfortable situation. And since they just finished this fight, I was like, he's retreating to, like, safe topics, like the 80s. Like, let's just go back to the 80s. Let's go. <laughs> like, let's talk about neon. He does have a we good have moment. A he has a really great moment that I actually thought was very funny, where he goes that into Karen her blouse. closet. Yes, and he pulls out this outfit. He's like, this is a total Karen blouse. She says, that's my mom's outfit. Thank you. And then he uh-huh. laughs. And he's like, well, you know, it's a nice outfit. And he says, you know. Everyone's got a little Karen in them as they get older, which I thought was hysterical. I will say, though, not that's not true. I think he meant to say every white woman has a little Karen in them as they get older (laughs) because we can't like black women can't be Karens. Mm. A Karen is literally a white middle aged woman. So I'm just I'm just saying. Um, do you have your mom's clothes in your closet? Or <laughs> I don't. So I was actually I, I wasn't understanding like what that was, and it was in her that was in her workspace area. So that was even more confusing. I was like, why is your mom's? Maybe it's a know. gift for her mom. I don't know. It Who did knows? look very like. It was like styled on the hanger. Yeah, that's why I was like, this is so interesting. So then he says that he likes modern rustic and 80s neon. And I made a note to say that every time he says the word 80s, (laughs) like, I literally think her vagina, like, literally, like, I think it just closes. Or like the, or like the, it just 
close I mean, it just closes and closes and shrinks and shrinks and shrinks and shrinks like everyone knows that, like oh when goodness. the vagina is you know like aroused it, it literally like <laughs> I cannot opens. believe what you're saying and so he it is literally doing the opposite like it is closing okay and then we have Virginia and Eric we go to his condo I guess it was fin- fully furnished it looks That's very what I- bachelor pad there's a lot of black furniture yes, black so accents black leather and i was like oh my he god he has but like a recording said, studio yes and i was just like i don't think i know who you are eric like i i'm so confused because like that whole apartment i i, I was just it, it didn't fit his personality i didn't see a lot of american flags i didn't see any confederate flags i didn't i, I didn't see there was, any flags. i think he just like <laughs> Got an apartment to be based where the airport is. Yeah, that's true. And he goes there when he needs to. But because he's a pilot, he probably doesn't like own mm-hmm. his own furniture, so to speak, yeah, to move yeah. around with. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's what I got from that. And there wasn't a lot of personality there. But to your point, no. he's probably never there. Yeah. It looks very sterile, like very mm-hmm. un- unused. And she says she doesn't like the whole appeal of it because she prefers her cozy little cozy little place where she lives with her animals and then we go back to Haley and jacob again um we're at jake's house we finally see it again with his decor yeah. i thought the house looked fine i mean i think I it looked nice any... from the outside and... yeah like it was fine like i mean he's been talking it up for so long i guess i, I pictured you know just the mansion so like I no was like, modern rustic fine. modern rustic yeah he has and three dogs yeah which has, like, seems that's a lot three yes yes he has like two corgis and the other one looks like a german shepherd mm-hmm. or a belgian malinois yeah. um whatever so he has his three dogs he gets into the house and he's like taking her on a tour of all the oddities in his house mm-hmm. asking her if he should bring these things such as ostrich boots um uh, which means he supports like i guess not not PETA. yeah I, I um, so. <laughs> Not yeah he's like these are our real ostrich <laughs> boots and i was like oh my goodness right like, i guess <sighs> that was not his shining moment um he also where, mentions uh neon panels i don't even know what would you need a neon panel for he says he likes random neon i guess he has like this maybe his house is like a split level because he goes downstairs mm, and downstairs is like true. a little club situation um <laughs> the 80s club yeah he he likes it they go through introducing their dogs to each other at the mutual apartment mm-hmm. her dog is named sophie um and sophie's like a small little dog his dogs are jim chloe and rex <clears throat> all of them do well meeting each other except chloe she's a jealous little bitch and she's not yeah. gonna have any of sophie being there with her dad so yeah it's gonna take some time and i mean like there was a lot of dogs that, that mm-hmm. was like three on one and yeah, that's just gonna take some time so, yeah so all right okay so ryan and clara i don't know why i just i, I never like when i have to recap them i just i, I just there's like not I have, much there yeah there's not much to really say and I, I don't know what's happening so they're touring ryan's house it looks fine the cabinets were a mess one of the shelves <laughs> was falling down and like there ryan was, was that kid who would like stuff everything in the closet and yeah. shut the door and as long Literal as it looks good like make the bed and put everything else in the closet and then we get into his room and nothing's folded he says what's the point of folding gym shorts and i'm like what yeah like what's the point of folding gym shorts and underwear i'm just gonna take them out of the drawer he's yeah. not very he's not as clean cut as he looks yes 
yes. Okay, skip to Clara. She's super organized. She looks like she watched that uh, Marie Kondo on Netflix mm-hmm. and like did all of that. I mean, her shirts. I mean, she folded her shirts so where you can see the front of them. I mean, my goodness, like it's a dream. The, the, the time and effort. So they've agreed that he's gonna wash and she's gonna fold and yeah. put away. So that's the agreement Great. there. Move on. Yeah, Pastor Cow. Yes. Is coming oh. now to meet with each couple. He starts with Brianna and Vincent. They look um they look very cute. I don't know if Vincent just got off work or why he's dressed like with a college shirt. Like they look pre- more presentable than necessary, it seems. I don't know yeah. why though. I don't know. This whole conversation was like it was interesting. <laughs> okay. Tell me your takes. Um, so I had some notes about he says that he's a new business owner and he's looking for someone to have his back. And I was trying to figure out what that meant because they were talking about salary when that when that comment Mm. came up. And she said that he's very driven and she's trying to help. And wherever he's lacking, she can pick up the slack. So I'm trying to figure out, is he saying that he's a new business owner so he doesn't have money? Or like what the what's someone to have his back? Because they were talking about salary. Isn't he like an auto broker or something that we don't know about? Yes, yes. So I'm wondering if that is, I think we talked about like maybe that being a commission-based job or like oh, he was trying to like true. build up his his clientele still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I think true. as a new any new business owner, you know, you're still building, like it's not very stable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's probably what he was referencing. Okay, yeah. So then that was something. And then they started talking about how he's big on respect and mm. she's more direct and he's less and he's already having some issues with not what she says but how she says things yes um, i think there was a moment there that like initially when they were talking to pastor Kyle, it all looked like you know warm fuzzy mm-hmm. she was looking at him in this very like loving way yes and then pastor Kyle, you know drops the bomb and he's like so are there any issues and everyone's kind of just looking at each other and then he's like well can you think of anything and you know vincent's like well actually actually now that you mention it i care a lot about respect and Mm -hmm. you know um sometimes she says things in a way that doesn't align with respect he's really trying to be careful in, in how he's yeah. saying this yeah which is and i'm already it's always it's already like he's like walking on these eggshells or like he's trying not to hurt our feelings and i'm just like you guys like i get that this is yeah. this is week one um so they're gonna have you know they're gonna have some learning and going <clears throat> to do together but he's already trying so hard to not like upset her well i mean one of the things he mentions is he's concerned about his reactions to her yes yeah. which was a callback to me for like when his family was like these anger issues and he said he didn't know what they were talking about i told y'all that's that true you did you did, did his family knows him they're like Mm-mm, he he has a short fuse yeah. no matter what he says you know he we'll get to it anyways yeah that's true. so he says it's her tone and the way she says things and the way she dictates to him um whatever yeah so then, Virginia and Eric, she's we get drinking. To, yeah, I mean, of course they, you know, they pour some wine again. You guys, I didn't see Eric with any wine. I saw Virginia. Well, she with poured wine. two glasses, and the thing is, is that like these usually you pour like eight ounces of wine in a glass. Four ounces is a pour. Four, okay. So four ounces is a pour. 
I mean, my goodness. Talk about a heavy pour. Like, the the glass was damn near full. I was like, Virginia. At, at what point are we really going to discuss, like, what this really is, which is uh, not Virginia's good. taking the edge off. She does have some alcoholism. But... She's got some, some issues there. So, basically, Pastor Cal comes over. You know, everything looks great. They're lovey-dovey. You know, they're Eric. Touching. Eric is like, wow, you know, she's dream come true. You know, so they get all the good stuff out I think he's lying to himself about how he feels about her. So then we get into, like, I'm not sure how we got to these topics, but Virginia feels that, you know, she's, you know, married, but she's still, you know, a free spirit. And, you know, she's very sociable. She's very extroverted. Mm -hmm. And... She says that, you know, she has girls nights and guys nights and she likes to drink and it's not a phase, you know, that's just a part of her personality. Mm -hmm. And Eric makes a comment that he thinks that she thinks they're dating. (laughs) He does. He does. He feels like she's still very much in her lifestyle, which was only last week. So like. Well, yeah, that's true. Let's take a pause there for her to adjust. But again, he's saying like, oh, I've he's doing his regular mansplaining thing again of I've been in long relationships. She hasn't been in many long relationships or any. Mm -hmm. And so like this is what you have to do to be in a relationship with people like I know what to do. Um, So he's pulling that card again. I think this whole thing came up when uh, Pastor Cal was asking maybe about issues. Yeah. Yeah. And Virginia was complaining (laughs) like he wants me to tell him every time I do something or he wants me to say like, I made it here or I guess she wanted to go with her friends and she didn't, she told him she was going to go and he, she didn't ask him. And so that was, that was, uh, an issue for Eric because she didn't say, Hey, can I go out with my friends? She said, I'm going out. Um, so that brings into that whole thing. Like, does he, he says he wants he wants her to ask if it's okay. He doesn't want her to ask permission. And she says that's the same damn thing. Which, I mean, I agree with with him. I think there might be a difference, though, between permission and consideration as, like, yes, the husband. Yes, that's a perfect point. Like, it's not yeah. about permission. Like, my, your spouse can't be like, you can't go out with your friends. But it's basically just saying, you know, hey, some friends and I were thinking of going out, you know, do we have anything planned or did you have anything in mind before I commit or like, you know, do, yeah. you, do you have any thoughts? You know, it's little, it's yeah. not like, hey, it sounds daddy. like she told him and she was like walking out the door instead <laughs> yes. of being like, <laughs> she was like, Eric, I gotta go. I'm, I'm headed out. But to your point again, like she's only been married for like a week. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like there's still opportunity to be like, you know, what are you going to do this evening? Or like, what do we have anything? Like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends later. Like, do you have anything going on on your schedule? Like, there could have been more communication, definitely. But Pastor Cal shares his perspective in this authoritative way. Well, yeah, because she she drops a bomb. Because I was with Virginia up until she (laughs) made the statement. And I was like, okay, you've lost me, girl. Where she basically says that sometimes she'll pass out on her guy friends' couches when she gets too drunk. And they're not her gay guy friends, just in case you guys are wondering or need yes. a further clarification. They're not gay. But if they no. were gay, it would be okay, I guess. Right, That's what I, I got from that. And so Pastor Cal just looks completely shocked. And he's just like, that's not okay with him. And he said he's more concerned for her safety. You know, not that he doesn't trust his wife, but if his wife were to pass out on her guy friend's couch, he would be concerned. So then Virginia... She actually pushes back mm-hmm. and she's like, well, I'm not at a random person's couch. It's my best friends. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about this though? Because one of the things I was con- like as past, I feel like pastor Cal's 
what his response was like very authoritative he talked about a house band in comparison to like a husband i don't know what that meant what is a house band like to ban the household together i guess i don't know but he was saying like it's your husband's (laughs) job to make sure like you're safe it just uh i didn't really Um, love it yeah i was and again like the house band i i thought i don't know what he was saying i thought that was husband (laughs) but it was the captions wrong and i was just like what the fuck are you saying so like honestly that whole spiel of his was really like we're we're getting a little borderline misogynist here i mean that's what i was getting yeah I don't know if I love this. I think and he like pulled like the head of household car. Like you need to submit. Thing. Are you crazy? <laughs> what I wish they would have said is like, okay, so Virginia, if you're drunk, you need to call your, your husband needs to know where you are first yes. off. Yeah. And then like, he needs to like come get you. If right. you're like, yes. you don't have to pass out of anybody's house. Just call your husband and say, like, hey, come get me. I'm ready to come. Or he can, like, already, if he knows where you are, just come and get you once it's, like, 1 o'clock and you're probably already drunk and take you home. <laughs> but let me let me, let me, me do this, though. Let's say she's at a girls' night and they're at uh, her friend's house and it's a mutual gathering. It's all women. And they're drinking a little bit of wine and she's super drunk. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to take a quick nap here. And then, you know, she winds up sleeping over. Is that a problem? I mean, probably for these men, not, but exactly. I mean, the fact of the matter is, I think the communication still has to be there of like, hey, I'm I'm going to sleep here tonight or that's whatever. Like we have to have some level of knowing where each other. But he is not going to want he doesn't want her sleeping at the men house because the men just want sex. <laughs> the men are going to take advantage of her, even though it sounds like so far she's been safe right. with Doesn't her friends. Matter. No man can look at a woman and say, I don't want sex. <sighs> yeah whatever okay we go back to Paige and chris chris has arrived in atlanta and he is in the (laughs) shows up at the mutual apartment and we are outside of the mutual apartment i literally have what she said line for line (laughs) what i typed it up because i was like we need to have we need to have this information what did you wait what so i have it i have it i have the whole thing so she basically says i'm at the mutual apartment right now about to meet up with chris she's like pray for me y'all and i'm like girl just stop (sighs) so chris comes in the screen has words on it and it says chris does not allow production to film their conversation and they take their mic but they're they're mic'd up initially Well, they're mic'd up at that time and so chris says i'm not the type to fake shit i just gotta be 100 you know what i'm saying I'm not He's here like to waste your time. Again. Yeah, I, I I was gonna do the mumble, but I'm just I'm just not gonna do it for the sake of time. So okay. then Paige, so then they so then they cut the mics, and then Paige calls the producer. The producer's like, "What did he say?" And then she says, "He's trying to get back with his ex." Mm-hmm. And then she says that he's still in love with his ex, and she's like, "You didn't even give this a chance." She's crushed. Like she doesn't he, know what's going on. She, right? Like she she said he doesn't. He wants to get a divorce. He already spoke to a divorce attorney. I can't believe this shit. And I'm like, Paige. Now, one of the things I was wondering on that phone call is she talking to production? Yes. Yes. Okay. She is. And they it have her on speaker, and then they're just filming. They're the recording phone. the phone. Yeah. 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 So um, she says she can't believe this shit. She's so disgusted right now for having Mm -hmm. any type of intimacy with this man. She says, fuck that. I am done with this shit, period. I'm done with this bullshit. 
all this dramatic ass shit he's put me through i'll air out all of his motherfucking bullshit yes i was like okay Paige, whatever and then she no, said something that really i was like well hello girl. Paige, girl it's nice to see you where have you been the past six weeks i was With no reactions to nothing because i said this is this is char- this is emotionally charged i don't think this is I, whatever so basically it was she- good to see her have any reaction i'll say yeah for me because i have been saying that i needed some life behind the eyes and she finally gave me some, but she said something that really pissed me off. And she said, fuck him and fuck that bitch. Mm. Why is his ex a bitch? Because <sighs> technically, if we're following the timeline, this bitch didn't know about you. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, she might not have known. Well, she didn't know who he was matched to. Right, she and, all, and she may not have known about the show, period. I mean, I wouldn't no. put Chris, I wouldn't put that past Chris. So I just no. don't understand, like, why we're blaming the ex. I think maybe because, she, at the, I think the point, like, when they were talking during the honeymoon, that's kind of, like, borderline disrespectful to, if she, if she knows he was on a honeymoon, which it sounds like she did because they had blocked each other. But to be having those conversations while he's married to someone and like for him to go there and he probably made it an inappropriate situation and created yes, a lot of that. Exactly. So I think that's where that's coming from. Like she knows he's married and she's offering to get back with him like that. You know, I think that's probably where that came from. But I again, mean, and also it's just like Paige, like you keep talking about this marriage and these vows and the covenant. They took vows. They're under covenant of marriage. Yes. I'm like, we it's know. like, I mean, uh, I guess, girl. So, yeah, I wasn't crazy about that because I'm just like, Paige, I don't... You have enough problems with Chris for you to drag his ex into this. So, I, I just want us to keep it cute here. Like, it's it's really... She shouldn't have even had that much of a response. Like, you... She was acting like she was shocked that he wanted a divorce. I was glad that he actually asked for the divorce because... Wait, we who didn't get to, to that con- yet. Hold on. Like, who wants to continue that? Well, no, because she says oh, yeah, the, yeah. she says he wants to get a divorce. He already spoke to a divorce a divorce yeah, attorney in Chicago. You're right. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, okay, Graham, sure. So then, I think Brie and Vincent are next, right? We go into Brie and Vincent very quickly. She has a ton of clothes. She also has a ton of shoes, kind of like Miles. Well, does. and also, can we say? Do you notice that she does this baby voice sometimes with him? Mm. Have you noticed that? Mm-mm. She does this baby voice because she's like, hi, Mr. Like, <laughs> you've got to go through because she really does do it. And it's really weird. So, yeah, she does this baby voice and she's like, oh, I need you. You probably okay. won't go back, but she does a baby voice. So, yeah, I'll good. look for it in the future. Yes, please do. They're cleaning out her closet, packing her stuff up to go. You're not missing anything there. Her TV is leaning and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, okay, she had a ton of Michael Kors boxes, which made me kind of just pause because I'm like, why do you have all this I, Michael Kors? I shit? wonder why like all the boxes were the same, but then I saw on the other side of the closet those boxes were all the same of a different brand, and so it looks like she's organized them by brand. Oh, oh God! All right, so then Vincent's place. I actually liked his apartment the best, and he actually had champagne glasses, which makes me think that he's a romantic guy. That's why they call him Champagne Vinny. Hello. It, it, it makes so much sense, though, because I was like, what man has champagne glasses? Okay. Paige and Chris, you guys, we're back for more. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pastor Cal comes over to talk to Paige and Chris. Chris is not there. Um, mm-hmm. So it's him and Paige. She looks like she's on the verge of tears already. <laughs> as soon as he, like, <laughs> sits Jesus. down to talk to her. 
She talks oh about feeling God. distant, and then she mentioned she felt the duty to have sex with him, and she says, I didn't want to upset my husband on the first day of us getting to know each other. Yeah. As she's explaining why they had sex three times in 24 hours. That's why. <laughs> um, and then she said that he said, Chris said that you're just not the type of woman I'm typically attracted to or mm-hmm. my type. And then Pastor Cal says, that's BS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pastor Cal, I mean, as she's talking to Pastor Cal, I'm vibing with his reactions, not necessarily what he's saying, but like his facial expressions. I'm just yeah. like, this is a shit show. But it's also like, just what the like, hell is going on? I'm just also very skeptical that Pastor Cal didn't know about any of this. So I'm also taking this with a great production call. filled him in. Yes. Yeah. That's why I'm just like all these production, all this reaction is just for TV. So cool. Yeah. Um, so then he does ask her, he's like, why would you have sex, you know, during this process? Um, and I think he says like, wow, oh my gosh, I think he asks her like, why would you continue to have sex? She says the whole thing about, oh, because yeah. duty. um, and then I think at one point he's just like, seriously, like no more. Yeah. Like what the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? Because after he told her that after he told her he had a baby on the way, then Pastor Kyle's like, so have y'all continued to have sex? And yes. she's like, yeah, we've had yes. sex every day, except for maybe the exception of one or two days here or there. Mm-hmm. But like, we've pretty much continued having sex every day, which leads me to believe like she does not love herself. No, she doesn't. Like we're we're in the we're in the midst of of a of a, a traumatic. I mean, obviously she's dealing with some trauma, but like this is a woman who has super low confidence. Yes, yes. And the sex has been unprotected. There's no word if anybody got an STD test before this show even started. And so, you know, I I was called back to that scene in Scary Movie where like Regina Hall's playing, uh, what's that girl's name? Whoever, Brenda. Mm -hmm. And she's like, she don't love herself. I was like, that's exactly this. That's what this is. She is like- sad. And it's almost like she has this warped view of like how she should be because even even when Pastor Kyle was talking to her about the ex and about he, him going to Chicago, she mm-hmm. said that even in the midst of all that, she was still committed because she is, quote, I'm not new to this. I'm, I'm true, true to this. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. What? Stop it right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What, what, what was she trying to tell us with that statement? I don't Jane? know. Like, my whole thing, I was like, Paige is a writer with no deal breakers. Like, there is nothing. <laughs> there is nothing you can't do nothing. to break this woman. She said, I'll take it all. <laughs> nothing you can do to shake her. She is in this for the long haul. Even with somebody she doesn't know, which is like, and damn, someone who girl. doesn't like her. So then, my She God. could have a man commit murder, be in jail for life. <laughs> she said, I, <laughs> she I, would I, be I with took him. Vows. So then Chris walks in the room, and I have some notes that says he is wearing some denim. (laughs) (laughs) That I think I have in my closet right now. Like, because I love, I love a distressed denim, you guys. I love a distressed denim with a little bit of, of, um, like a a light wash in the the middle of the the thigh with a little bit of rips in it. And I mean, my goodness, Chris, like, he just got him out of my closet. So he comes in looking crazy. I was wondering why the door wasn't locked. <laughs> well, because production was outside, so they just let him. Oh, out. okay. Yeah, I the saw them in the room, but I guess they usually have crew outside, so I'm sure he just was like, "Up, oh, up, oh, mic me up, great." That that makes a good point because he did come in mic'd. Okay, so he comes in, and sits down. Paige moves the pillow in between them. I don't know why. Like, girl, <laughs> you're not new to this. You're true to this. What's, what's 
she puts it in between them and then Chris pulls a Matt James and is like skating around questions a little bit um pastor cows asking him like yes or no questions like do you want to be with this woman and oh I have a quote for this Jade and I think you'll love it he says <clears throat> for me it's a thing of <laughs> um it's tough having somebody <laughs> raise your kid and then pastor cows <laughs> like you can raise your kid no one's saying you don't have to raise your kid and he says well my, you know my process was a thing of <laughs> hey maybe I'm still in love with her what Okay, so yeah, I was like, that doesn't, one, that doesn't answer the question. Two, like, what the hell are you talking about? You're not making sense again. And three, like, okay, just say you want to be with her. You don't have to drag everybody through this. So then Chris says that he was very direct with Paige. Paige says that she feels like she got the short end of the stick and that she had pure intentions. So then Pastor Cal asks, well, why would you continue to have sex with her if you weren't attracted? Asking the important question. Chris, again, clams up about sex because he can't have conversations about sex. He starts to laugh. He starts (laughs) laughing. And he says, Mm. I'd rather not answer. I don't want to be disrespectful. Oh, yes, he did say that, which takes me back to those body (laughs) conversations from day one. I almost flipped a table. I was like, Paige, does she not hear the things that he's saying? Or do they not register? Because Paige is committed to her marriage. I don't know why you keep asking me that. Paige is committed. sits there after another man asks him why are you that's not a man that's her husband and then he says i don't want to answer her husband (laughs) that she is committed to you guys like this is not a laughing matter like this this is this is sad yeah this is bad i mean i think pastor cow does bring up a good question like when pay when uh chris is talking about getting back with his his ex mm-hmm. pastor cow is like well y'all broke up for a reason so yeah. and chris agrees he's like yeah we did and then pastor cow is like so is that reason now invalid like you're just going to discount whatever whatever mm-hmm. happened that caused y'all to break up and i i thought like chris really needed to hear that because I mean, he needs to hear, but is it going to change anything? No. So, I mean, it was good that it was said. Um, and I'm also glad that Pastor Cal laughed in Chris's face as he was explaining some of these some of these answers. I feel like they were just ridiculous stuff that he was saying. But, but even yeah. in the midst of all of that, like, Pastor Cal asked Paige if she wanted <laughs> to get a divorce. And she said, he still has feelings for his ex. And I'm not sure how I fit into the equation. Yeah, well, she says I'm obviously not fitting into this with, like, the kid and him loving the ex. Could she not answer the question then? I think Pastor Cal is very resigned in the situation as well. Like, we have, you know, dumb and dumber (laughs) (laughs) over here (laughs) who clearly aren't a match, but they're... I mean, Still here Cal's like his mini- his ministering is not. This is not you know the type of couple that he deals with. So he's perplexed. Pastor Cal's like, look, <laughs> I'm giving <laughs> you is, what I got. This is very clear to everyone but y'all. Like, yeah. what's going on? So towards the end, Pastor Cal says that he is not suggesting that they stay together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for obvious reasons. And Chris does say that he thinks the best decision is to divorce. And far be it for me to agree with Chris, but. I agree with Chris. Divorce. Yes, please get out of this woman's life because you are wreaking <laughs> insane amount of havoc, causing a lot of trauma and damage to this woman. Yeah. And she's going to have to hopefully sit with the therapist after this and unpack <laughs> all of this. Um, oh, but yeah, so Jesus. Pastor Cal walks out. He gives Paige a hug. I didn't think he was going to do anything with Chris, but he gave him a handshake and told him to make smart choices or something like that. 
<laughs> it's a little too late for that. Mm-hmm. And then we see Chris smiling at Paige, being creepy. And she smiles back, <laughs> looking like some fools. Like, I mean, just the craziest <laughs> clowns you could ever see. <laughs> this whole situation was just unbelievable. So, so like he, he, like, <laughs> wants to whisper. He goes to whisper. <laughs> <laughs> And what's the hand on the shoulder for me? For me. Like, you're an idiot. He whispers some sweet nothings in her ear. And then Paige She's says. smiling. Smiling like a clown. And says, Chris says that his fear is that he's falling in love with me. Uh, I don't Yo. know. Chris is a, is, a, is a type A. I mean, talk about master manipulator. He knows that Carlos. he has the power in this dynamic. He knows that he can tell Paige to do whatever the fuck he wants her to do. And she's going to do it because she's in a covenant. And she took Man. vows. I'm like, girl, just walk away. So then he asked where his luggage is, which I guess <laughs> she her car was at the airport, maybe. And he jumped, jumped on the next flight without luggage. I don't know. He said, what? I don't need luggage. <laughs> Take it. I'm heading on the next plane to Chicago. I don't, I don't know what happened, but she was like, it's in my car. And like, they're like doing like this weird flirting thing again, which is so again, not fitting for the situation. They go out to the garage. He gets his luggage out of her car. They're standing there staring at each other like idiots. <laughs> and then she's like, well, I'm going to walk away now. And he's like, okay (laughs) and then you know she goes back and he drives off and then she's kind of saying like well why can't we just be a normal boring ass couple like why do we have to go through all this so she's still very much in a coupleship with him in case y'all were wondering literally says i thought this was going to be a clear cut bye see you never i'm very confused are we really done it can be a very clear cut bias you never if you say that, but you're she not saying want, that. She don't want it to be done. She's an idiot. So moving oh, forward. We cut to day 11. We're back with Haley and Jacob and they're doing better. They're meeting with Pastor Cal. I don't have too many notes on it. Most of it is about Jacob's recent behavior and his insecurities and how he concluded that um, mm-hmm. she had an ex-boyfriend. He's been lied to in the past and that kind of came up. And Pastor yeah, he Cal- said that he's been in relationships where women were cheating on their boyfriends with him. I'm like, what kind of? He's been a boyfriend number what? two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, y'all. But usually your boyfriend number two is like, okay, I'm sorry. But like, I, I was confused. Um, so yeah. He's been the safe guy, I think, in the past. And so mm-hmm. he's talking about that. Pastor Cal asked him about this obsession with the 80s. Yes. And I think he does like admit like that was, you know, that was good a good that's a good memory for me or something yes, like that yeah. he said it was the vibe it was all positive and then pastor cal says something really condescending where he's like things, <sighs> things change big guy <laughs> what i don't know that was weird so pastor, pastor cal, cal is not always on point he's and he's he's, he's not bad really, and below 50 for me yeah he's not great Mm-mm. i don't know he's not great so then he says that pastor cal says that happy mediums can be found with this whole 80s thing and it's okay for uh, Haley to bring change to his life um, and then Haley says that she did this for a reason and she wants it to work too honestly Haley's not in this she's not in this relationship you guys yeah <laughs> she's not in it so I think it's hard for her to like feel all in but it's easier for him to like lean in and she's kind of like I don't know if I really want this but mm-hmm. yeah I agree so then we go to Claire and Ryan talking to Pastor Cal. They're not talking about really anything at all. Um, <laughs> no. He asked them if they've consummated the marriage. 
and they say they haven't but they whatever they do has been good mm-hmm. um and they're saying but, like this yeah. but then clara what? does say that she's she's you can tell she's frustrated because she says she's learning she's to a take little sexually things, frustrated yeah she's learning to take things slower than she's used to um and she's she said they're not they're not having sex but whatever they're doing they're doing it well and at this yeah. point it just made me think that she just wants what whatever you give her is going to be good enough at this yeah. point yeah I think Ryan is really controlling the pacing of everything. Yeah. Um, they also say they're not fighting about anything because she's not very confrontate. Like she doesn't really confront him on anything. Like he tells her what, what it is. And she's yeah. like, okay. Um, so they're not really fighting. Then we go back to Brianna and Vincent. Again with and- this baby voice. She said, we need <laughs> it. Oh my sorry what else like, do you have Bree's, about them he's been jarring me lately um so basically he they were gonna pop some champagne i guess you know to celebrate you know the end of the day um and so he kind of spills some on his shirt and so she says real cute real vincent of you yeah she says like how vinny of you and- yeah and i was like whoa this is about to this is about to go left um so you know he said well i don't understand that's the first time that ever happened <laughs> Mm. And then they cheers and toast, man. I knew we were headed downhill fast. It's after going this. bad, yeah. <laughs> so then they start talking about closets. He says, "No, you keep the closet in here. I'll take the one in the guest room." Yeah, and there's a like, shift in energy there. There is a shift, and what baffled me is that she didn't know. She didn't understand. I like, think she so- understood, but she was like wanting him trying to like i think he was trying to like keep going with the night and she was yeah. like just tell me what's like what's bothering you because she asked him and he's like no everything's fine but then they go into the bathroom and then she whispers is everything okay and then he says i'm just tired of your smart comments mm, yeah then they come out like they weren't mic'd up i don't know why this keeps happening it's, it's weird. yeah um, they're sitting on the bed and they rehash the same conversation that they just privately had, kind of, <laughs> uh, which again, he says that he feels like she belittles him because mm-hmm. she said like, how Vinny of you? And he was like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean Vinny's an idiot or like, like, I don't know. He had like some, sh- some, some kind of, for me, I felt like it was out of proportion interpretations interesting i feel like she i feel like she did mean it to be like light but i feel like his whole thing of like are you calling me an idiot was like wow like i actually agreed with him like mm. i don't think that was light like that's real Vinny of you bitch what the fuck does that mean like i spilled something and that's that's me like that's who i guess and you know mm. i'm a literal person so like if you say See. something like that i'm literally gonna be like so that's how you feel <laughs> I mean, I guess I went with the whole champagne Vinny thing. Like, he's popping champagne. Stuff is going to spill. Like, I don't know. I just didn't think it was meant to be, like, <laughs> a thing. <laughs> I think it was. I think that she was... I think that she says smart shit like that often. And yeah. she literally says that she says smart comments in a joking manner. Mm. Is that supposed to make it... Is that supposed to make it better? I don't think that, that makes it okay. I think they are on two different two different planes here and she, he is more reactive to these things he has a very he's very insistent on what he wants from her as far as the way she talks to him and i think knowing initially that she was bossy he was like okay bossy is one thing but he didn't plan for like these smart remarks mm-hmm. you know i agree um, and then even in that conversation like 
she keeps saying, I don't understand. And she's like, I wasn't belittling you. But then he's like, I don't like how you're turning this on me. And I actually know that like, okay, speak up for yourself, Vincent. Because I feel like, I feel like there's more happening behind the scenes. I feel like there's the, the little that we're seeing of her with these comments, so to speak, or these yeah. smart comments. I think they're happening way more often. Yeah, I I see him at almost like a breaking point. Like I feel like I know these types of people where like you say little things, little things, and they don't react, they don't react, they don't react until they blow up. Yeah, and I I mean that fits with his <laughs> with his anger issues. Yeah, and so I'm glad he is advocating for himself as well. Um, it's, but then he it's just, leaves. Yeah, he's like, well, I can go home, and she's. <laughs> I was like, oh, again, yeah. I felt like that was like. That was the moment where I was like, okay, Vincent, hold on. Well, that's not <laughs> I me. Mean. Like, his whole reaction to this, I was like, he's drawing conclusions that, even though, like, that was a smart comment, yes. Yeah, it was. But, like, you have to go home? <laughs> but then even with that, like, because he calmly, like, gets his shit and he leaves. But even with that, she literally says, well, we live here now, so where's home? Girl, Come on, yeah. Like, I think she's just playing. She's playing dumb a little bit. I don't like it. I don't like it. Like between that and these smart comments and this baby voice that I'm hearing, I, oh I swear to goodness. you, the baby voice is happening. Like Bree is, she's she's getting on my nerves. But did he have to go home? Honestly, I I felt like if he had, I don't think he wanted to be around her. Yeah, I think him knowing himself, <laughs> that was probably the smartest decision. Yeah, he's like, and he seems so nice, so calm and collected. I feel like he really was like, I have to get out of this space. He's with you. A, no, okay. Um, I think he has st- <laughs> <laughs> strong emotional reactions, and yeah. I think he's like, let me remove myself. Let me cope with this by removing myself, and I'll come yeah. back. Which I like. I think that's probably the healthiest thing instead of having like a long drawn out fight. So she wasn't gonna shut up. Like there's no way she was not <laughs> going to keep pushing that. So he's like, I need to remove myself from the situation, and I and I I get it. So yeah. So he packs I, up. He walks past production, takes his like, little backpack. Uh, <laughs> bye. Out of here. And that's kind of where we end off for now. <sighs> I mean, man, what a what a whirlwind. I mean, man. Yeah. All, all been, I can all I can say from this season is you know you guys therapy just therapy therapy works if you like like aa it works if you work it um <laughs> yes. you know have you heard that about aa like the, program, have, the steps yes. work if you work them or it's yeah it's like you have to be an equal participant in therapy like you can't just sit there and hear some shit and be like all right like you have to participate mm-hmm. and like i mean so many people on this show could really use isn't there supposed to be a therapist? Who's the no. therapist on the show? There's a sex therapist. That's not exactly what we need right now. But it's um, not. But there, <laughs> there should be. What is Dr. No Pepper? One. Is she I like a sociologist? A, a PhD in sociology. So okay, no. so okay. She's not even like a. She's no. There's no one that's a licensed mental health professional no there's not even that should really be a requirement of (laughs) them participating in this experiment like it should should be expected that each person will have individual therapy as the show is ongoing to kind of work through some of that shit instead of them saying like oh we're gonna put all the couples together so they have like a cohort to rely on as they go Mm -hmm. through this that's not the same thing as therapy and Paige being able to get out what she needs to get out in a private space that's not being filmed <sighs> okay Whoa. so that's that are we ready to talk about recommendations and get yes. out of here yes so i have a very fun recommendation for this week so 
anyone who knows me knows that I am super into Bravo shows. I love all the Real Housewives except for Miami and Orange County. Um, And probably New Jersey. I'm not really a huge fan of New Jersey. But Real Housewives of Atlanta had an episode this past week. You guys, you guys. It was Cynthia Bailey's bachelorette party. And it was a time. I mean, my goodness, there was a stripper there named Bolo. And you guys, this episode needs to be nominated for an award. I mean, an Emmy, a Golden Globe. I mean, the work that they did, the production, it was beautiful. So I'm encouraging everyone, if you do not watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, stop what you're doing immediately. Pull over to the side and get on that Bravo on demand and watch that episode. It was legendary. It was everything I didn't realize I needed in a bachelorette party. It was amazing. So I truly believe that everyone needs to watch that show. Just that one episode. That's all you need to see. So, yes, that's my recommendation for this week. (laughs) Okay. Uh, My recommendation for this week is through Netflix. It's Buried by the Bernards. Have you seen that one, Taylor? <laughs> I've heard of this. I've heard oh of this. Oh, my goodness. So um, there was a time in my life where I lived in Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. Um, and this show is filmed in Memphis, Tennessee. And it is the, one of the most Memphis things I have seen <laughs> since I have since I have left. There is a very... Um, a very uh, vibrant culture in Memphis of the way people do things. Vibrant. <laughs> vibrant. vibrant culture. It's 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 vibrant. It's entertaining. So the show focuses on this uh, family. Their last name was obviously the Bernards, and the man who owns, or the man there, I guess that's the lead. He uh, owns a funeral home, and it's him. He's the funeral main person, I guess. His two daughters, his mom. So it's like a family-run business and his uncle. And they're just talking about all the things that happen with them as they Mm. host these funerals. They're the first one to have a drive-through funeral, which sounds very Memphis to me. (laughs) Like a drive-through viewing of the body. Wow. Um, But but, but timely with COVID, you know? This was, uh, I think they did it pre-COVID. This show was was filmed (laughs) pre-COVID. Okay. So again, very Memphis to have a drive through. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of it's very light comedic, lots of hijinks uh, on the show, um, but just very light, which is needed again in this time of this panorama and um, this winter storm we just went through. It's just good to escape and like listen to somebody else. And I don't think the episodes are that long either. So if you're looking for something light and comedic, I would recommend them. Um, there are some bodies on the show but most i think they're all like covered or blurred out like if they're shown they're not shown they're not like showcased they just happen to be in some scenes um as like they're going around the funeral home so that's my recommendation um just wanted to update you guys on texas texas is still not out of the woods um as far as things go with the effects of the winter storm uh, people, some people still don't have running water. Mm-hmm. Um, all the blow notices have been lifted, I believe, but some people still do not have access to running water. So that's ongoing. Um, people who have had pipes burst are still not able to live in their homes. I saw on Instagram today, Tammy uh, Roman was talking about her house in Texas was destroyed through the course of this. And I, oh, I guess no. she wasn't in Texas when this was happening. She said she was in Atlanta and uh, she had shown videos of like her house in Texas and there was like water pouring through the ceiling. Oh, so the pipes burst? Oh my God. I, I don't, there's, there's a lot of like damage. Water I think damage? that's, 
yeah a lot of people have suffered water damage i think through this Mm -hmm. and so their houses have become inhabitable apartments who don't do regular upkeep you know have been taken off guard by this and are struggling to provide you know the basic utilities for their residents so please continue to donate if you or donate if you haven't um and if you have and would like to again you know those options are still open those resources are still open the city is still having water distributions and i think possibly some food pop-ups although the thing people don't really need the people don't need money they need the resources um right yeah and so. a lot of the grocery stores are still like not packed with like the produce and like just mm-hmm. basic things like eggs and milk which is crazy um, yeah. But I went to the store yesterday. Like they still had like a you know if you're getting milk, limit one. If you're getting eggs, yep. limit one. I'm like, man, this is this is crazy. So yeah, so definitely keep us in your thoughts and prayers, and you know donate to any nonprofits if you can. Yes, thank you guys so much for tuning in another time with us and listening to us explain all this wild ride that we've been on with maths mm-hmm. and the Bachelor, and we hope you guys will see us again for episode four. Yes. Thanks, you guys. Thanks. Y'all take care. Bye. Bye.